Hey, this is Elder Sign, host of Cycle Realms on WMF Tampa 88.5 FM, and RPA presents Terry's Mysterious Moments. Good evening, and welcome to Terry's Mysterious Moments. I want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to the program. Now, on with tonight's show. Good evening, everyone. This is Terry from Texas. With the sixth episode of Terry's Mysterious Moments. If you're like almost everybody, you've had dreams about people you haven't seen in a while. People you haven't talked to in a long time. People you haven't heard from anything about in months, weeks, years, however the time being is. And then suddenly, boom, there they are. They've called you, they've emailed you, they've written you a letter. Uh, you saw him in the store. And you wonder, was there a reason I thought about them and then saw them? And then you may find out something. You know, they got married, they got a different job, they moved back home, uh, their parents died, you know, something like that. And I know that I've had dreams like that, and when the people show up, I'm pretty surprised, but still, that's kind of the way life is, I believe. I think that a lot of people have these kind of feelings, they have these kind of dreams, have these thoughts, and they bear out, because they see the person or they hear something about the person they were thinking of. I know here a while back I had a dream that I can't say had anything to do with this particular thing but I'm going to tell you about it anyway. I don't know where I was, what the context of the gathering was, but it was my siblings, all of my brothers and my sister their spouses, their kids, and my brother who died at age 21 in 1973 was there like he was the honored guest. Now what's odd is I know I did not see my father at this meeting, but I also don't think I saw my stepmother there either. But it, it was it was a weird meeting, and, and I knew that, you know, I'm not going to hear anything about my brother saying that he's been gone for 40-odd years. But anyway, I have a story from a lady that I think you'll find interesting. 
this lady tells me a story of a dream or a series of dreams that she had about someone she once knew someone she was relatively close to and this went on for some time she had several dreams about this person there was nothing specific about the dream it did not show this person dying in a car accident you know being blown up having a you know motorcycle accident anything like that it was just memories from the time they knew each other and I have those and I didn't think anything about it until she went on with the story said she awoke one morning early after having a particular dream and she was very emotional after this dream and she did not know why and then a couple of days later she woke up and was very depressed and stayed depressed for a couple of days and there was no explanation for it she was weepy she was sad it was like she said it was like she had just lost someone she loved that's how that's how bad it felt to her so she spends several days in this kind of blue funk and then on midweek she gets the paper sits down with her coffee and starts reading and then the obituary column was this person's name that she had been dreaming about had died the past Saturday morning in his home of a heart attack and this was just released to the paper on Wednesday I, I don't know that that's all that odd but still from Saturday to Wednesday no mention was made of it in the paper and then all of a sudden Wednesday here's his obituary she said that she spent the next several days in that stunned disbelief that no that couldn't have happened and it couldn't have happened the way I dreamed it happened so I'm just going to not believe it and it was just it was a terrible time for her because she could not understand why these dreams had happened and then all of a sudden she found out this person had died well she goes on with her story she says a couple of weeks after reading the obituary she was walking from one room to the other and as as upon leaving the one room she heard a man's voice say hello and she swore up and down it was the person's voice that she had thought of and who had died and said that's all he said was just hello which pretty much weirded her out because she checked with everybody else in the house and nobody had called her you know, nobody had said anything to her so we move on and she tells me that sometime later she sees a man in a brown suit in her kitchen and 
has reported that over a length of time she has heard someone calling her name now no one else in the house will say that it was them doing it they, they deny specifically that it was not them so my question is can someone you were once close to but haven't been close to in 30 years suddenly become a part of your life in such a way that they try to contact you now there's there's been no evidence of haunting there's been no evidence of you know spirit contact except for seeing the man in the kitchen and she didn't say that this man looked like her friend but it makes me wonder do people really at the moment of death and and soon after do they have a time where they can try to perhaps make amends to people they knew early on or to just let them know they're okay and, and you, there's a you know there's some kind of spiritual connection that they knew that the person was thinking about them before death and then they're trying to say yes I'm fine now I'm okay I don't know I I would like to know more stories about this kind of thing because I've never had one like that I I've not studied on these kinds of dreams these kinds of feelings I've never had one so I don't know how it feels so I would like to know if you listeners have stories like this of someone you once knew and haven't had contact with for a long time coming to you in a dream or just suddenly showing up you know and you make contact with them again and you know maybe maybe it's a good thing maybe it's not a good thing maybe it's one of those things where you pick up conversations you left off 20 or 30 years ago sometime back I think those are really neat things when you have a friend who is so close to you that you don't have to see each other every day every week every month every year but when you see each other it's like you just step back into the room to continue the conversation you started with them five or ten years ago because your minds are that closely linked I don't know what to say about this story I believe it um, and I would like to know more about it to find out if anything else has happened if there's been any kind of information gathered about this individual that they that had died so I would also like to hear from the listeners if you've had a story like this where someone has contacted you out of the blue I want to know what happened I would like to hear it I'll tell your story if you'd like me to we'll discuss it um, I don't know what else to say there there are so many things that can be said about things like this um, I know people talk about having dreams of departed loved ones who come to them and it's 
a very real visitation. And it's either like the deceased is coming to say, I'm fine, I'm okay now. Perhaps they had a long sickness like cancer or, or something like that. Or they're coming to check on the person and, and find out that they're okay. So I think it's a I think it's an interesting situation. And I would love to hear more about it. So if you have a story like this, you can contact me at Terry's Mysterious Moments on Facebook or Terry's Mysterious Moments at gmail.com. Terry's Mysterious Moments on Facebook or Terry's Mysterious Moments on at gmail.com. I'll accept your stories. I'll read them out loud if you'd like me to. I'd read them on the air. We'll discuss them. But, you know, I'm just curious. I want to, I want to know if there's been more stories like this. Well, on my last episode, I talked about San Antonio's, some of San Antonio's haunted history. I spoke about the Alamo, uh, the events leading up to the Battle of the Alamo and the, the last assault that killed all of the defenders and the Mexican attempt, Mexican army attempt to blow up the Fort Mission after the fact and it was met with spiritual resistance. I think I made an error in the story when I said that, <coughs> excuse me, after in the 1840s when the Alamo had become a, a army depot, that plans to destroy some of the buildings were met with a lot of resistance in the newspaper and stories were coming out that there were spirits seen in the Alamo and that guests of the Minger Hotel next door had seen them. Well, my timeline was a little off. The Minger wasn't open until 1859, so I'm thinking the, the discussion over the Alamo's care, you know, taking care of it um, had probably gone on for some years. So I was not in error of saying that guests of the Minger have reported spirits, which they have. But I think my timeline may have been just a little blurred there, so I just wanted to clarify that. <coughs> but I want to talk a little bit more, just a bit more, about an event that happened to me. It's not really a ghost story. It's one of those maybe give you the heebie-jeebies kind of stories. There's a place here in San Antonio called Victoria's Black Swan Inn. I don't know how long ago it was built. <coughs> Excuse me. I'm not real sure who built it, but I do know that one of the former owners was a man named Park Street, who was a lawyer here in San Antonio, and a great friend and a great friend of Earl Stanley Gardner, who wrote many of the Perry Mason stories. In fact, it is said that several of Park Street's cases here in San Antonio and maybe wherever else he went made it into the Perry Mason lineup. Well, 
I won't say any more about Park Street because I'm not real sure of the story, so I'll leave that one alone and just not get into it. But Victoria's Black Swan Inn is a beautiful, big place. It's got a couple of gazebos out in the yard. They hold wedding receptions there. They have all kinds of things. Uh, I remember hearing a story <clears throat> that George Strait, the singer, was filming a video out there. And there were some tense moments. There were some attitudes that weren't positive going on. I don't think either George or the director or somebody liked the way the lighting was or the way things were going with the video shoot. And somebody blew a gasket and threw a, you know, just absolutely had a fit. And all the lights in that wing of the house went out. There was no electricity for them to film. So someone had to make an apology to the house and said when they did, the lights came back on. I remember several years ago, the History Channel used to run a show called Haunted History. And they were doing an episode on the San Antonio haunted history. While they were interviewing the owner of Victoria's Black Swan Inn, and to back up the story a bit, it was the interviewer, the cameraman, some production people in the same room with the owner, no one else in the house. And as the interviewer was asking the owner questions, suddenly they started hearing noises above them in another part of the room in another part of the house and she the the owner stopped and and kind of held her finger up like listen to this and they got it actually on film and they used it as part of the show and then the sound stopped so i remember reading a lot of stories about victoria's black swan inn i've never been on the grounds but the story that I wanted to tell is that one night when I used to work for a big box store, I got off about 11 o'clock. And it's one of those pleasant evenings where you drive home with the windows open, you know, with the windows down in your car, so you don't need air conditioning. And I said, well, you know, this would be an excellent night for a drive-by of Victoria's Black Swan Inn just to see. And as I headed down the road toward the place, as I got to where I could see the property, I saw all these lights up by the house. And it looked like flashlights. So I drove by real slow, trying to see if I could see anything other than just the flashlights and people moving around. Well, there was a gate down by the road. And I stopped because... I saw someone standing at the gate and they weren't moving and they were very tall so I stopped and had my window down and I stared at this end of this this being and all of a sudden I said well we're in Texas so let's be friendly I said howdy and this individual spoke back and it was a lady and she said hello <laughs> Oh, so glad she answered back, but 
you know, when I saw her move, then I realized it was someone watching the gate. And she said that there was a ghost hunt going on inside the property. And she was there to make sure nobody came by and was trying to get in and make noise and all kinds of things. So I talked to her quietly for a few minutes and, and found out they were filming this ghost hunt. So that was pretty cool. But it scared the bejeebies out of me seeing this person standing at the gate and knowing the history of this place. And it runs along uh, Salado Creek here in San Antonio. And there have been numerous instances of Texan and Mexican Army battles and Texans and Indians and different things like that along there. So there's been death in that area. So it's not unusual to see things. I want to go there for a ghost tour one time, but I need to find a group to go with. And when I do, I'll give you more information on it. Anyway, like I said, if you have stories, maybe if you have a story about the Black Swan Inn, you've been there and you have reports, send them to me at Terry's Mysterious Moments on Facebook or Terry's Mysterious Moments at gmail.com. I'd love to hear from you. I love hearing from listeners about, hey, you know, that happened to me too. So that's going to be all for this week, and I will hopefully talk to you in a week or so. Everybody have a good night. Thanks for listening. Talk to you later. Mm -hmm.